This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. Well, once again, uh, like I said, I just want to welcome you. Uh, Also, it'll be on our YouTube page. It'll be on our podcast page. You know, this has been a challenging time for everybody and a stretching time for all of us, you know, especially for those of us that have maybe not already been doing this publicly. You know, it's been a stretching, but I'm telling you, we're reaching people now that we've never reached before. We're touching lives of people that have never maybe gone to church and maybe don't think that they would ever walk into church, but they're listening on YouTube, they're listening on Facebook, and they're even tuning in on the podcast. And I encourage you to share with them, you know, and and just remind people that, listen, God is for you. This is a time where people need to be encouraged, okay? So my title today is A Wave of God's Glory and a Hope to His People. Now, you know, there's been lots of prophetic words, lots of things coming forth from ministers, you know, and, I, and I've been listening to it a lot, and I encourage you, and of course, so always, no matter who it comes from, you know, that we always pray, you know, we may not always understand or we hear a thing, not everything we hear is always, quote, right on, you know, God still uses, quote, human vessels, you know, and sometimes they can even miss it or say a thing, but you'll know by the Spirit of God. You listen, and then sometimes you watch and wait, and what will eventually, what they said, then will happen, amen? But anyway, we've been listening a lot, and you pray over that, because first, we always want to make sure that it lines up with the Word of God, but in all of that, in listening, now I had, had shared some of this stuff as some prophetic words that I had heard, but also there is an awakening that has happened during this time that you've never before, even individuals. Now, I'm not just talking about the prophet, you know, the prophetic or the preacher. I'm talking about you and I, everybody that even just sits in the church or hearing like they've never heard if they're listening, seeing things like they've never seen. And why? Because there's been a place and a time where people have become sensitive, I believe, and alert like never before. So this wave of God's glory and a hope to his people, I believe, is coming And I don't know about you, but I want to ride the wave. I want to be on that wave. But it's time to wake up, people. It's time to wake up and get busy about the Father's business. You know, we've heard this, we've heard this, we get preached this. But I'm telling you, it is time now just not to be a hearer. We have got to be a doer. In Hosea 2.15, it says, I will return her vineyards to her and transform the valley of trouble into a gateway of hope. She will give herself to me there as she did long ago when she was young, when I freed her from her captivity in Egypt. And that was Hosea 2.15. Now listen, during the past couple of months, we have walked through some valleys of trouble. We've walked through some valleys of fear, uncertainty, not understanding. Some people have been confused and afraid, angry. There's been all kinds of things that have been going on. But I'm telling you, there's a door ahead, and it's called the door of hope. And I believe that that's what we need to let people know. There is a door of hope. And as we begin to enter into this month of May, I believe hope 
has arised. Hope is here, may and beyond. But we must pay attention and put our heart to our Father's chest and listen to his heartbeat like never before. It's a time to hear what Daddy is saying. Listen to what he's saying about his way and his thoughts. I'm telling you, people, this isn't about you and me anymore. It's not about what we want. It's not about our stuff or how big of a program we want or how big we want our church or how popular we want to become. It's about God's way. It is time to be listening to what our Father is saying because let me tell you why. People's lives are laying in the balance. People's lives are dependent on you and I. It's dependent on you and I in our obedience to God, a willingness and obedience to do the Father's work. People for our life. That's been our statement around here, I believe, ever since we came here over 13 years ago. That was something the Lord had put in our heart. People for our life. That means that we go out there every day, whatever we can do, praying and trying to plant seeds so that we can have people for our lives. So that when we stand that day in front of Father God, like I said, he can say, turn around and look. All of the people that your life affected. But we have to arise and run to the front line. I believe God is going to turn this difficult time, this valley of trouble, into the doorway of hope. And it's going to change things forever. Change us forever, if we're willing. Change us to where we got to get out of the boat. I'll tell you, just sitting and doing nothing is not going to work anymore. Just sitting and thinking you can do the same thing like you've always done is not going to get it anymore. Just thinking that somebody else will do your part is not going to get it anymore. In the midst of difficult times that we are going through, I believe that God has a word of hope is what ahead of us. During this COVID-19 or coronavirus attack is a storm that is going to blow over soon. It had been prophesied uh, way back before this started that it wouldn't stay long. I believe that the time is coming. This is an attack, though, against the coming moves of God and revival and people that are laying in the balance. We, where we have allowed God and we've taken God, I mean, where we have taken God out from everywhere and everything, little by little, we've been removing God out of places, want to take him out of here, off of there. We want to stop prayer. We've been more concerned about me and my four and no more. In John 7, 37, it said, Jesus stood and said in a loud voice, let anyone who is thirsty come to me and drink. Let me tell you, there are wells of refreshing that are bubbling up in the spirit and they're opening up right now but they're only opening up for those that are seeking and those that are looking those that are listening those that are tuned into God and what God is saying there are wells of refreshing in the spirit opening up right now and you can reach out to the Lord and ask him God I want to be part of this wave of your glory I want to be part of this refreshing I want to drink from those wells you can reach out and ask him so that you can be refreshed but listen not just so now that you can hold on to it and get more of the more no God said I want you to be refreshed so that you can go out and then refresh 
See, it's about us getting so that we can go give it away. The church has held on for too long, sat in the four walls, a hoping and a praying they'll come in. And God said, no, I told you to go out there, go tell him, go show them, and then they'll want to come in. So it's time to get refreshed so that you can go and refresh. Be that vessel of refreshing to others. You know, it might take some time for everything to get back on track, but this soon will be behind us. But now you cannot just go back to doing what you did before, praying whenever you felt like it, praying when there was a crisis, showing up to church when you were in trouble, giving when you needed something to be given back to you. I'm sorry, that's not going to work. You are going to have to get into this thing a hundred percent. Because see, God said we can't do what we've been doing anymore because too many doors got open in doing what we were doing before. Getting lazy, getting comfortable. Oh, well, you know, I'll do that someday. I'll go to church someday. No, now is the time. The enemy got through many open doors through the world's choices and through the church's choices. I'm sorry. You know, we got two sides that are to blame here. Those that don't know any better and those that did know better. We've opened up the door in many ways. And some of those, like I said, is because we haven't stood up when they wanted to take God out of everything. There's a time of standing up and arising. We got to wake up. You can't just sit back and watch others do your part anymore. See, there's a thing about when a family comes together. But see, if there's five people in the family and one's doing everything, that's not right, is it? Something's wrong with that. And actually, see, when the family comes together, more gets done. And when a family comes together, they become stronger. Then they have more time to do other things because everybody's pitching in and doing their part. And then they've taken ownership. And now they feel like, oh... Well, I really do belong. It's no different than in the church family. When we all come together, it shouldn't just be a few. It needs to be everybody because everybody's important. Everybody. God has called each and every one of you, whether it's cleaning the church, cutting the grass, standing in a classroom and ministering, being in the sound booth, standing at the door and greeting people, being an usher. No matter what it is, God said every single one of you are important. Because, see, without my pinky, my hand is out of balance. See, so we all come together. There's a strengthening when we come together. See, when my hand's out here all by itself, it's not as strong. But when this comes together, now we got a wall up. So now when the enemy tries to come and attack the family, guess what? We've all locked arms. You ain't coming in now. See, we're stronger together, not alone. No, you can't do this on alone. Some of you are saying, well, look, we've been proving it. We're at home. We're by ourselves. We're having church. This is just temporary. If anything, hopefully you've been praying more. You've been spending more time with God. You are more eager to reach out and minister to people now than ever before. But we've got to come together because together we are better, but together we're stronger. The Lord will bless us, I believe, during this time of storm, and many have. When you stand in God's word, no matter what befalls all around us, if we stand faithful to him, keep our eyes on God, and are trusting him, not man, not a check, 
not a job, not the government, but we're trusting God, I'm telling you, God said, I'll make a way where there seems to be no way. I'll bring money to you even if your paycheck said, well, it stopped for a while. God will bring it in. He'll bring it in from the north, the south, the east, and the west. He'll speak to people that you've never even maybe heard from before. Or all of a sudden, somebody you knew said, you know what, I feel like I'm supposed to give this to you. I'm telling you, God will take care of you. Those that are faithful to God, God said, I will take care of you. The Lord will and can bless us during these times of storms and this valley of trouble. But we've got to have faith and not fear. Declaring and believing God's word, not what the news is saying, not what everybody else is saying, declare God's word because that's what will build your faith. But then it puts you in a place of now receiving because you've positioned yourself in the receiving line. Willing to change for the glory of God. See, we don't want to hear that word, and especially in the church. Oh, I got to change? Yeah, we have to change. And we got to change for God's glory. It's all about what he wants. And when we're busy about the Father's business, guess what? He'll always take care of our business. So don't fret and don't fear. Just say, God, I'll do whatever you need me to do. I'll do more than I've ever done before. Because I know that in the end, you're going to take care of my business. Now, there's been lots of things that have been in the prophetic realm that have been declared. And, you know, a lot of times... Prophets, just like ministers, will say things in a different way. But guess what? Most of the time, it all ends up being the same thing. It's just said differently because we're all different. We have different personalities. You know, it'll come out different. But I've been hearing a lot of this over and over and over again about dreams in the prophetic word increasing. Well, what has been happening, especially the past couple of months? It, you've just been and ordinary, if you want to call them that, quote people that don't call themselves a prophet or all of a sudden, you know, saying, oh man, you know, I've never dreamed before and I've dreamt. All of a sudden, I felt impressed to do this. I've never felt that before. Why? Because God is on the move. God is on the move. This is a strange time as people are in isolation or you're having to be responsible with social distancing, but the Lord is going to make up for all this. And I believe, you know, he's been releasing this during this season of dreams and visions and prophetic downloads from heaven during this time. Get ready to pass over into the new season starting now. And listen, I wanted to remind you of something. Way back before any of this happened, Pastor Bruce started talking about it in December. And then the very first part of January, the word he gave for 2020 was new thing, new season, new measure, plenty in 2020. Now listen. That was way back his word. New thing, new season, new measure, plenty in 2020. Now some, you know, that was in December, like I said, and then for January 1, when he spoke that before any of this stuff began to happen. And then I believe some people, what happened, though, see, heard that word, all excited. And then this hit, and it's like, oh, well, that don't apply. Uh Uh-uh. No, when God's word goes forth, see, there's life on it, and there's power on it. See, this has not changed, so you need to grab a hold of this. Amen? That we're starting into this new season, new thing, new measures. Now, now remember, back when the Passover 
uh, happened. It reminded us, though, of God's greatness. I know we couldn't gather together and do all of our things, but if anything, hopefully, I believe people came a little more sensitive to really find out what was really Easter about. And listen, his greatness, as he gave instructions to the Israelites in Egypt that would cause the destroyer in Exodus 11 to pass over their houses. I'm telling you, what a reminder that we could grab a hold of that and say, guess what? No disease, no virus, no death can pass over my house. You know, so whether in faith you prayed over your home or anointed it with oil or put red tape over your door or put a red bow or whatever, I believe even people that ordinarily wouldn't even think about a thing started saying, you know, maybe there's something to that. I want the protection of God over my life and over my house. I do believe that God is releasing a prophetic Passover strategies, wisdom, and favor to his people like never before. When uncertain times come in the form of economic, spiritual, environmental, or personal attacks against our family, our health, and our finances, if we're listening and we'll stay with God and trust him, God will begin to reveal strategies, favor, and wisdom in how to deal with these things. He will allow us to begin to hear and to see what to do so that we can receive a blessing even in the midst of times of trouble. Over in Genesis 26 and 41, you can read some over there. But listen, we need to start asking for that Lord, for the Lord to give us the strategies, to give us the wisdom, to give us his favor over our lives, to pass over our lives in these areas so that we can move beyond just taking care of me, but being able to be a blessing to others. This is a time not just for provision for pro- providing for me spiritually, physically, or fo- financially, but to be able to have faith and wisdom to say, God, let me be a blessing to others. And sometimes it may just be a word of encouragement. Don't be ashamed or afraid to share with people at this time. Listen, in Philippians 4, 7, it says, And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. You need to be at peace. Because, listen, how can you share peace if you're not at peace? People know that. Even if you're texting them or sending a message over Facebook, okay? People can sense if somebody's in faith or in fear or if they're in anger, you know, Or if they're all upset, peace will transcend even through the telephone, even over Facebook. Amen? You can pray over your words to have power. It is important to continue to walk in peace in the midst of the storms. I'm telling you, people are watching. Church people, non-church people are watching. How is the church handling this? When something like this big happened, where are they? What are they really saying? What do they really believe? You've got to remember that God has you covered. And what is happening is not going to remain. It's not going to stay forever. The Lord is releasing a supernatural level of peace, I believe, to cover over his people that are calling on it, receiving it, and believing it. 
He's releasing a supernatural level of peace to cover you so that you can cover others. If you'll put yourself in and under the word of God and expect to receive, I'm telling you, God's going to increase our peace level, our joy, to like never before, that even where things before you could, some areas you handled really good in peace, some you walked in faith, but I believe God's going to increase those levels for every area, even areas that maybe you struggled in, God has now given you a supernatural increase, let's just say a shot extra of some peace and joy and faith. Learn to start stopping and taking authority when fear and anxiety try to come over you. And listen, everybody's human, and it's easy that, you know, you listen to the news, or you get a message from a friend, or you see something on Facebook, and all of a sudden, you know, or you, you know, read the newspaper, or the news said this is increased, or more of this and more of that. No. Grab a hold of that and say, no, I will not operate in fear. I'm in faith. I will remain faithful to God. I will walk in wholeness and health and peace and joy. Because I've got to be that for somebody else. So do not be afraid and take authority when that tries to come over you. The Lord says, do not be afraid and do not worry. He's trying to let us know it's okay. You will recover. Don't get caught in the trap of accepting what you're hearing and what you're seeing. Declare the word of God. Frame your world with God's word. Say what God says. Draw a line in the sand and say, yes, I hear what they're saying. I hear what's going on. I will do my part both spiritually and physically. I will act in wisdom and I will do right, but I will not act in fear. I will act in faith, but I will line up with God's word because what they're saying is only temporary. God's word will remain forever and God's word is the final word. You know, in Genesis 26, it said, Isaac planted crops in that land the same year, the year of great famine, reaped a hundredfold. Oh, why? Because the Lord blessed him. See, that's where we all are, people. If you'll believe and trust God, you'll be blessed even when it looks like everything else. It's not going very well. They can stop your paycheck. They can lock you up or tell you you can't go nowhere but tell you something. God's blessings don't stop. His healing doesn't stop. His miracles don't stop. The flow of God's glory and peace and joy don't stop for those that are living in that well, drinking from that well, being refreshed by God's word and the living water. The Lord is going to release financial strategy, strategies, wisdom, and favor, I believe, for many entrepreneurs. Many of his people are going to begin to prosper like they've never before so that they can be a blessing to others. I'm not talking about capitalizing on people's sufferings, the need of hoarding or overcharging. I'm talking about being blessed at a time when you shouldn't be being blessed, then God's going to use that as a witness and a testimony of how you being able to give and do for me in times of famine. And you're able to point to the one because God, God's in my finances, God's in my life, God's taking care of me. 
I also had heard this prophesied about where they called them the Joseph people. It said Joseph uh, in Genesis 40, Joseph people are similar to that in Genesis 40. Remember where Joseph interpreted the dreams of Pharaoh. He received a strategy. He received wisdom, words from God, from the Lord to help save the world, what? During a time of famine. Well, we're the same thing. We're God's people. We can hear things that maybe nobody else is hearing. We can operate in creative, supernatural, witty inventions coming to us, different things. God said, I'll pour it out on you if you're listening. Watch for the Joseph people. I don't know about you, but let's be some Joseph people, male and female, young and old, to start waking up from the wilderness that we've been in. God is giving the command, I believe, now more than ever, calling us up out of obscurity, and the plans of heaven are beginning to be released like never before. Now listen, it's not that God wasn't releasing them before. We weren't listening. I'm telling you, there's a supernatural release that God's releasing to his people because he wants us to be blessed in every area of our lives so that we can be a blessing to others. And where others then now, I believe, will come to the Lord because they're going to say, well, how did you not suffer during this all? How did you not not pay your bills? How did you uh, seem like you came out ahead? How did you come out better than you were when we went into this thing? God, God, look for those doors. Look for the doors of opportunities and strategies and the wisdom that God is pouring out and speaking. Look for the doors of hope and peace and joy. God's super on your natural. Look during these times in the valley of what everybody is saying is trouble and we're doomed and despaired, but I believe God's not done. There's too many people out there that haven't heard yet. So you, you're not done with your job. Daddy still needs us to be busy about his business. And I don't know about you, but when this all comes through, we want to come out better. We want to come out blessed so that we can go be a blessing and share and tell others, look, God is a good God. God wants to take care of you. Even in the midst of trouble and famine, God said you can flourish. This is truly a time, though, of showing where... And who our trust has been in. What our trust has been in. I'm telling you, been too many. All of us could be guilty in some ways. Well, I don't have enough time. I do too much at the church. And, you know, well, now people are crying. They wish they had a church to go to. You know, or we got to work more so we can have a bigger house and we can have a fancier car and we can have this. But we've kind of lost focus. Look, God's not against any of that. He wants you to be blessed. Give you the desires of your heart. But first it says, seek. Seek my kingdom. His family. He needs us to go and tell like somebody told you about him. He needs us to go do that same thing. And when we're busy about the father's business, God said, I'll take care of your business. I'll give you more than enough. I'll make you blessed to be a blessing. Don't miss this time because the harvest is ready for picking. But are we ready? I believe that religion is being replaced with the power of God. Being replaced with his presence like never before. 
flowing over us, pouring over us, and pouring out of us. Let's be that people that are seeking as Pastor Ron comes. Let's be that people that are seeking him like never before. Let's be about the daddy's business. Let's be about loving and caring for those that are hurting, those that are broken, those that are maybe even sitting right in our midst that have sat right next to us. Maybe it's about those that have wandered off, that once knew God, but got hurt, maybe by the church, or maybe got misinterpreted about God and wandered off. Maybe it's time we're more sensitive to those that have never heard the truth, that have never heard about this loving Father. Let's be that people that are seeking Him like never before. Let's be about daddy's business. Let's be that loving, caring arm that reaches out and shows the real deal, the real thing. They see enough of the fake, enough of the pretend. They want to know the real. Let's let people know how much God loves him. Let's really declare that we are willing and obedient let's be willing and obedient vessels that God can use that we truly say God just use me use me but you know today you might be saying I don't know God in this way I've heard about him but I don't really know him well today is as good a day as any And if you'll follow after me, I want to say this prayer. We're going to do another one. This is for first time. Or maybe you're not sure. Maybe you're questioning right now. Well, you know, I think I might have said that prayer when I was young or I was a kid. Or I think I said it one time when I was forced to go to church with somebody. But I'm not really sure because I don't think anything really happened. Well, that's all right. Let's on purpose today. Let's make that our prayer. So, Father, we say, ask you to come into my life today. Come into my heart. I ask you, Lord, be Lord of my life. I believe you died on the cross. I believe you died for my sins. And I ask you today, help me, Lord. I don't know all of what to do. I may not know how to do this, but I'm asking you on purpose today, come into my life. Be Lord of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, if you said that prayer, you can go to our Facebook page, Passion Church Alexander City, and send a private message. Let us know that you did that. Ask if we could mail you some information to help you along this journey, along this walk. We would be glad to do that. 
or you can call the church. That information is also on our website, Alexander City. Go mypassion.church and click on Alexander City. There's also a place there where you can send a private message so that we can be sure that you get this information. I also believe that maybe there's some of you today that you're saying, I want my life to tell that story. I want my life to be the evidence of God's love. I want truly for people to be attracted to me because of the one living on the inside of me. But I've kind of gotten away. I've, I've kind of gotten, it's been all about me. I've had so much trouble and so much going on that if I really am honest, God has kind of been put on the back burner. I've known about God. I believe he lives in my heart. I believe I'm going to go to heaven. But can I truly say that I've been effective? That I'm actually making a difference in other people's lives? Or have I just been so focused on just me and all what's going on around me that God only gets kind of included when I'm in trouble? Let's change that today. Let's make God a priority every day. Let's make God our first love. And when we do, guess what? I'm going to tell you something. God will show up and show out on your behalf. And all that stuff, all the trouble that you've been trying to fix, you've been trying to work extra. Let's work two jobs, three jobs. That'll fix it. Well, let's, you know, wonder why I can't never stay in a relationship. Or let me fix this family member. And I've got to go over there and take care of this person and that person. And if I do this and that, do all this good stuff for everybody, then I'll be okay. And inside you're dying. God said it's time to get off the treadmill. And let's just get on the road of victory. So, Father, right now I pray for those, God, that seem like they've been running this race of life. God, they've just been being tossed to and fro. I just speak right now a peace, God, as they get on your wave of the glory of God, as they get on this lane we call victorious. God, I declare right now a peace that passes all understanding to come upon them right now. I declare right now I bind every depressing and oppressing spirit that has been trying to overcome them. That unworthiness that has been trying to tell them you'll never be good enough. God can't use you. Oh, yes, he can. God wants to. He's just waiting for the invite. I declare right now, God, that you now become the number one priority and everybody else is out here. But God, you've now become number one. You're going to bring balance into their life. I speak over confusion right now. Because now, God, they know and understand. See, the enemy has been exposed. So now clarity will begin to abide in their house. God, there's some things and some ones that need to be removed that have been causing confusion and strife and division because they don't want the God that they have. God, give them the strength to remove the things and the people and have to love them from a distance. God, as they step up into their destiny that you've called for such a time as this. 
Oh God, I just thank you right now. You're bringing peace and bringing wholeness. Healing to hearts that have been broken. That have been hurt. They've lost people to this virus. They've lost people for other reasons. And God, they haven't been able to really feel like they even were able to grieve properly. I just speak a peace. Let the Spirit of God right now surround you. Let Him surround you with His love. Let Him surround you with His loving arms. Oh, feel His peace today. Feel His love. Let Him gird you up. Run into the strong tower. God is your deliverer. He is your way maker. Just believe. God loves you. God made you unique and special for such a time as this. Healing the bodies right now. I declare right now every foreign matter, sickness, disease, virus has got to go. We declare life, life, life over bodies right now. In Jesus' name, from the top of their heads to the soles of their feet. And we give you the praise and the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Now listen, let your life be that evidence. Let your life go tell the story of God's goodness and his love. And I know that for some this might be a little different or you might tune it in and say, well, I don't know about all that. You don't have to know everything. Just know the one who does. And he'll help you. See, it's a day-by-day, step-by-step. But I guarantee you this, that if you'll just start with just trusting him and just believing that God will help you, direct you, and every day you'll get better, and every day you'll move forward, let go of what's behind, because you can't grab a hold of the future if you're still reaching back here. We just want to say God bless you. And like I said, please join us on Tuesdays on Facebook, and on the YouTube channel. We have Pastor on the Porch. Also, Pastor Bruce comes to you, Pastor from the Pasture, on Thursdays. And then, of course, we're back here again on Sunday. We're looking forward to the time that we're together again as family, more closely than what we are right now. But stay encouraged. Don't get lazy. Don't get used to this and think you're going to stay at home. Oh, no. Daddy's just been preparing you. It's been kind of like, let's look at it like in boot camp. See, when they go off to boot camp, it's not for them to do less. Now they got to go do the real thing. They got to go do some real work. So get ready. But let me tell you, it will be worth it because you're going to have people for your life. God bless you. We declare blessings peace, joy, wholeness, and hope over your life. And remember, God loves you. We love you. And we're ready and declare God's goodness over your life. Amen. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.